Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting, go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Uh, tonight, we got a pretty cool show going on. Uh, got a Texas guest on tonight. Um, you know, things have been going pretty good over here. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's getting close to the end of October. Uh, the fish are definitely on the move. We're definitely in some transitional patterns here with the, you know, they don't call it red October for no reason. Uh, plenty of redfish to go around, definitely bunching up, grouping up, moving around. Um, trout bite seems to start to be turning on a little bit. The water's cooling off, and uh, we'll just hope that pattern continues, and uh, we'd like to see some good stuff after that uh, post-freeze. So um, we're not going to talk about that anymore. We're going to go ahead and bring our guest on tonight. we got got uh, Captain Mike Morales from uh, Fin Factory uh, on the show tonight. What's going on, man? How you doing this evening? Hey, how's it going, Dennis? That's going okay? good. It's going good, man. Uh, you know, it looks like you're enjoying that beautiful uh, outdoor weather right there on the island. <laughs> um, uh, that's uh, you're down in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's um, it's been a good couple of days of weather. Let me say that. But previous to the last three or four days, it's been horrible. But so it's it's good to get a little calm. I guess calmness. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We've had some Northeast flow like the first few days of the week, kind of going mm -hmm. pretty good. And then the past couple of days up north, I'm a little further north. Um, we've had some pretty good days up here. I've been working and just looking at conditions and uh, yeah. beach camps and stuff. I'm like, oh, man, for real. You know, <laughs> uh, the weather stations looking at the wind and the tidal yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, man, I would have loved to have been on the water. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hit it tonight on that. Uh, mm -hmm that full moon overhead uh bite yeah. so hopefully we're going to try to stalk some trout tonight uh get mad at them a little bit i've worked all week so i'm gonna go uh go get after them for a little while <laughs> but that you know, normally, like fun. yeah i know uh top water blow-ups under a full moon are kind of tough to beat <laughs> yeah i know i mean it's it's been a long time since i've had the luxury to be able to do that but the trout bite has picked up a little bit, so that's 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 been really really good. It, it was tough for a long time after the freeze, and we're starting to see some some comeback. So that's it's exciting. It is. It is from what I've uh, I've seen recently in some areas of, of like the fall haunts to where they kind of start setting up before uh, the winter sets in. I've I've 
quite a few good fish in the last few weeks and starting to see fish in their normal areas, which was a good thing because over the summer, I really, I really didn't catch many nice trout at all. It was kind of yeah. tough. Um, even yeah. down south fishing the lower laguna and all that, you know, kind of a brutal pick up a, a fish here and there, but it wasn't like uh, pre-freeze. It, it, there, you could definitely tell a difference. Like yeah. big time. Well, cool deal, man. Well, usually we start out the show with a, you know, a short intro and stuff, and you just, you know, give everybody little information about yourself. Um, okay. You know, what you've been up to, um, what got you in that, uh, that kayak, and also, you know, give them some info about the store and everything we're going to talk about here. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so as, as far as me, you know, I'm, I'm Mike Morales. I've been in, uh, in the kayak and fishing game, you know, professionally since um, really mm-hmm. 2011 2012 kind of that thing and um i've been i've been here in corpus you know pretty much most of my or half of my life you know went to college here moved away to dallas you know chased the corporate corporate ladder came back after 15 years and has been i've been back in corpus now for um you know since 2000 2011 so um, coming back to Corpus, you know, got into the whole kayak scene early on, you know, started off early with, you know, the, um, you know, the, the old ocean kayak, little nine footers that were out there and, you know, started off with that. It just kind of grew from there, you know, got into Hobie, you know, grew into Hobie and fast forward now own a couple of Hobie kayak shops and, um, man, just, you know, just enjoying it. We have, we've had the guide service now since 2015. 2012, um, started off kayak guide service since 2012, and then got into the boat scene 2015. So, been doing a mix of both, and it's 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 been awesome. It's been a it's it's been a long journey, but it's it's definitely been it's been rewarding. Yeah, that's y'all. Uh, how long is a uh, Fin Factory, the the original store in Corpus? Um, y'all started out in a location, and y'all ended up building another one. Like uh, yeah, like so we started off recently. Yeah, we started off in 2016 in Corpus. We we built our we didn't build, but we kind of moved into a into a space off of um, the main drive here in Corpus, headed to the island, and um, little really it's a 900 square it was a 900 square foot place, and um, you know recently about six months ago we moved into eh, five months ago we moved into a new place uh, in Corpus Prime, and um, you know we've been able to grow the shop to to a good, you know, decent space to where we can really showcase, you know, all of our kayaks, not just Hobie, but Hoodoo, Boat, um, Live Paddle Sports, all those different things. So, yeah, um, we've been in a new shop now for four months. We started the Fin Factory down in the RGV in Mercedes, yeah. Texas, between um, basically Brownsville and McCall in, in uh, 2020, at the beginning of 2020. And so that's been kind of a struggle for a little bit, but um, it's it's finally kind of turning the corner, and uh, things looking good. So, um, yeah, we've been in the, in the kayak business now since really 2016. Oh, that's cool. You know, you got a second store open down there in the valley, and it, it seems yeah. like the 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 kayak craze is is, is growing in leaps and, and bounds down there. Also, um, you know, with, with the abundant you know potholes, uh, grass flats, and everything like that, shallow mm-hmm. water fishery flats everything um you know it it's just access accessibility of a kayak is just what really you know the main thing that draws people in is like the affordability you know yeah um you know people want to get in and just start out with a paddle kayak and then all of a sudden they're like man what's up with these guys with these pedal drives and these hobies scooting around everywhere you know then originally you like sell that one to somebody that might be starting out just like you did and then you upgrade and kind of upgrade on up, yep. <laughs> working oh, yeah. way up through to the top, you know, and it, it, it kind of, it's like a cycle, a vicious cycle, if you say, yeah, uh, it's an addictive cycle, I can say that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, the the store in, Mer- in, in Mercedes, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. It's Y'all in Mercedes, a, Texas. The good little, good little deal going down there in the valley right now with that 956 group, you know, they do some good stuff down there. If anybody familiar, that's the area code down there and they got a good little kayak club down there. They put on some yeah. events and uh, y'all had a couple of events down there. Um, you know, there's been some good stuff going on. So um, the store itself, you also, y'all sell t- 
tackle and all that kind of good stuff too, right? Oh yeah, no, I mean we're a full fledged. Yo, full fledged uh, shop. Yeah, we're a full fledged shop. I mean, we you know we started off small. Like I said, my, my biggest thing getting into into the kayak business, which is something really I've never really even imagined doing. That wasn't even in my my wheelhouse. That's not what I wanted to do. Um, it, you know, I, I've been I've been in retail for a long time, corporate retail. You know, uh, been in you know big big box shops. You know, specialty retail. That was kind of my career path um, at the corporate level, and you know, I did that for nearly twenty years before before anything. So, uh, being in a corporate retail environment really helped me understand the business of, of retail in general. So my goal was to get out of retail and do something entirely different and, and i did you know i got out of retail did something entirely different and um got into oil and gas you know with uh with some family members down here in in south texas and um you know retail came calling back and um you know then hobie came knocking on my door about potentially opening a retail business here in corpus and you know that's kind of how it happened so you know, my my idea about about our shop was just, hey, we're going to be brand specific. We're going to be, you know, very specific to kayak, and we're going to have all the accessories that I think that I think um, are, are are popular to everybody. And and it just kind of grew from there. And now we're into, you know, all the tackle, you know, the soft plastics, hard hard baits, you know. Um, rods, reels, fly. You know, fly is one of my one of my stream passion. So we're trying to really dig into the fly industry as well. But man, you know, retail is tough. I mean, yeah. in, you know, retail in general stuff and, you know, being at the corporate level in big box is way different than being small mom and pop competing with other small mom and pop. It's like, God, yeah. there's some people go really bananas about it. And so that has been kind of our, 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 struggle is the growing pains of it and understanding the really the politics right Red small politics. Yeah. it's ridiculous yeah. but you know you know it's there and um you know we're we're finally like i said i feel like we we've really made an impression not just here locally but um within the state and even nationally to be recognized as a as a an outfitter than yes. just a retailer so right. y'all are and, truly like a kayak and, and fishing outfit yeah for sure yeah and not only that you you y'all do you know amazing rigging work and then you have the guide services also uh right. that you have skiffs and kayaks uh right you get plenty of um you have different um guides that work for you also besides yourself yeah so i mean you know it, it's our biggest thing from a guide standpoint is that obviously it's hard to find so those people who have kind of booked guides in the past, I mean, there's, there's, everybody has their own, you know, their own way of, of guiding, you know, to me, there's, there's a lot of different ways to guide. There's a lot of different guides. There's a lot of different services for guides. And so, you know, when you have a guide service, you have an impression of your mind of what you, what you want to be and what you don't want to be, you know? I think a lot of people that have built, you know, that have booked trips with guides in the past, way past, it's usually an old salt and the guides are all grumpy and you go fishing and this is how you're going to do it. I'm going to throw the damn rod for you. You're going to catch fish. I'm going to hand the rod over to you. So for me, my thing was that I, I'm never going to do that. Yeah. People are spending their hard earned money to come fish and I'm going to treat them like that. You know, dude, you're giving me, a, you know, a good paycheck and I'm going to treat you like gold and Sometimes it's hard to find somebody to have that same idea of how to treat people when you do a guide trip, you know. So, you know, we've tried some of these things in the past. It didn't work. But, you know, we actually do have a really good um, guide that works with me now who's actually an employee here at the shop. His name is uh, Josh Joshua Tooley, Captain Joshua Tooley. Young guy, man. The guy is awesome. Um, everybody loves him. When they come in the shop, the guy can speak to everything related to fishing and he's a great person as far as relating to people and having great customer service skills and so for me that was the most important piece so um yes we, we do have a guide service with a guide team now that i can really say that we do that and um you know we uh we're all about providing service 
Yeah, that's cool. You find somebody like-minded that's knowledgeable of not only about the uh, accessories and, and, and brands that y'all mm -hmm. carry, but also about the waters that y'all fish, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a big part of being on that water is learning the areas and what the fish are doing and all that. But that's that's cool. You got somebody you can trust. You know, that's your business. Yeah. That's your that's your bread and butter right there, you know. Exactly. Um, so I, I see where you can get get off on yeah. that tangent on that about <laughs> man, we gotta have somebody that lines up right with my line of yeah. thinking, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, right on with that. Um, but cool. So what y'all y'all do offer like a like fly fly guiding um, on, oh, yeah. a, on a powered skiff also. Um, yep. and so, then y'all so, have kayak services also. You want to kind of touch on a little bit on that? So listeners yeah, so, know what's going on. So our biggest thing and, and the way I started this thing is that, you know, we want to, we want to tailor a trip around, around the customer, you know, um, instead of having a cookie cutter approach to, to going out there and doing a guide trip, you know, you've got beginners, obviously you've got, people that are kind of in the middle of the road. You got people that want to improve their game. You got people that just want to learn spots. You know, you got people who want to learn how to fly fish. So our, our biggest thing is trying, you got people who want to go out offshore on a kayak, you know? So our thing is, is trying to tailor, tailor a trip around that person's skill set, number one, and number two, around what it is they want to accomplish on the trip. So I can tell you that during the summer, you know, we got people that just want to get out in the water and have to have a good time. They've never been on a kayak. You know, they've never, yeah. you know, they don't even know, they don't know the difference between a Hobie and a, and a wilderness or a Jackson or whatever. They just want to go catch a fish on a kayak, you know? So, and then, you know, during these times, we've got some more of the upper echelon people who want to do a certain thing, you know? So, you know, that's kind of how we do things. So we do motor, you know, powered skips, you know, I'm a, uh, Hell's Bay, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply guide if you so to speak i'm I'm sanctioned by hell's bay so you know we go out there and we do the technical polling skiff stuff you know if you want to fly fish we definitely will go out there and do that that boat is designed for that but don't get me wrong i'll put some live shrimp on that hell's bay and we'll go put a popping cork out there if that's yeah. what you want to do you know right. so or that's what your skill set is so you know that's that's kind of our mantra we don't just try to stick to one thing where we're going to go out here and we're going to fish this flat. We're going to throw top, you know, top water. That's all we're going to do. Yeah. No, we, we try to mix it all in to make sure that at the end of the day, the customer walks away with, with the great experience and maybe yeah. they learn something and, um, and more importantly, just having a great, great time, you know? Yeah. So sure. from a kayak, from a kayak standpoint, which is where, where I started, you know, which was kayak fishing and kayak guiding, you know, our biggest thing right now, or really in general, since we started the shop is not only going out and kayak fishing, but also providing, you know, the tools for them that are going to make them successful. So let's just say, for instance, I have a customer that wants to go out and goes, you know what, Mike, I I'm really thinking about buying a Hobie Pro Anger 360. Yeah. You know, but I'm not sure if I really want to put that much money down on it. And I want to make sure I can fish it. Well, hell, let's go out and do a guided trip. You, I'm going to bring out a Hobie 360 for you. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go out there and fish it. And guess what? If you like that 360 and you want to buy it, $100 of your trip is going to go towards the 360 when you're done. And if you don't want it, hey, I understand. It's yeah. not the right boat for you. Maybe the Outback's right. So that's what I think where we also have kind of a, an advantage over maybe some other guide services or what other – kayak shops are doing is that if you want to actually go out there and not just demo it but fish it let's go out there yeah, and do it go out there and fish it yeah. and part of your trip will uh, go towards that purchase if you decide to purchase it. that's a pretty cool deal right there exactly yeah mm -hmm. for sure and then not only you know the guide services and all the other gear and outfitters outfitting items y'all have y'all y'all do a lot of uh, custom rigging there also absolutely um, with uh marine mat i believe correct oh yeah we i yeah. mean we, we we do everything i mean from marine mat you know we've 
we're also just recently um, we've talked we've had talks with them you know like a Louisiana car company that does you know some really custom stuff to try to get involved with them but we've done everything yeah, from Brock Miller's got a good little thing going him and his guy there Louisiana custom kayaks yes sir yeah yeah Brock's been on the show before a good kid man uh, that's awesome man. going on too yeah so yeah, yeah but that's cool y'all for all those um, yeah I mean services from and y'all. To, to lights to hell we've even put Sound bars on kayaks. Sound bar, light bars, install the fish finders. Y'all are a torpedo dealer also. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, the shift towards uh, powering your kayak is definitely uh, upon us. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I was wanting to get your outlook on uh, the increase in those uh, you've seen over the past couple of years, if you have noticed a a little bit. Oh, man, that's that's been the biggest thing for us, especially in the last year, year and a half, is that – you know, power has been, I think that it's it's really kind of, it's even gotten even more in the last year or so since tournaments have allowed power yeah. in their tournaments. And I think that was, I think that was a great move. I can tell you a year ago, I'd say, hell no, you, we're not putting power in our tournaments, you know, but, but it's the way people are going, you know, and, and good for them. And, you know, Torquedo, we've been a Torquedo dealer since we pretty much the first year we started with the factory. It's been a great relationship. I think Torquedo is probably one of the most premier power that you can put on your kayak. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of great companies that have come along the way, you know, from Texas Power Paddle to Big Speed to Torquedo. And, you know, we can talk about some others. But um, I think the fact that now tournaments are being more lenient in allowing of this of these items to, uh, to help you have a little bit better. And I wouldn't say... I want to be careful when I say advantage, but to give yeah. you an edge yes. to get out there and go a little bit longer um, yeah. to find that fish that you need to win a tournament, I think it's huge. Yeah. And so, and I see that as being the wave of the future. And I think that, I think kayak manufacturers out there that haven't really invested in uh, power are really thinking about doing it. And I think we're going to be see some, Really cool stuff for the next year or so. Yeah, or the or the or the kayak companies that don't have, you know, kayaks that are set up to be rigged accordingly. Right. With uh, you know, hole access, um, access ports, and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes rigging a lot easier because, mm-hmm. like, you know, as a shop, you know, you know, you bring your kayak into a shop, you know, you're gonna pay a premium, you're gonna pay labor costs, oh, yeah, and then the uh accessories and, and supplies that you have to use, which, you know, there's a lot of, uh, do it your DIY out there also, mm-hmm. but to have your kayak done by a professional rigging shop, I mean, that stuff is going to be so clean, you know, and y'all, y'all do some really clean work. I've, I've been really impressed with y'all's rigging y'all do. Um, you know, you kind of see some stuff out there every now and then you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> what just happened there? Um, but yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> Yeah, thumbs up on that, man. Y'all, y'all do some yeah. clean work over there, and you know what? You know, I am, I'm, I'm factory level Jackson. I'm the team manager for the South Region, and you know, I mean, people ask, you know, about our boats too, and then they, well, you know, you got guys that might, you know, hey, well, what's the, the Hobie dealer? I send them y'all's way. You know, hey, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, we we all in this together. You know, it's, oh, it's yeah. how it is. You know, I mean, I mean people are gonna want some cool. people might want a Jackson, some people might want a Hobie. Guys, I want to hope before I'm sitting with the fan factor. <laughs> I mean, hey, down in this area, that's where they're going. I'm like you, man. I'm all about being ambassador to the sport in general. Yep. You know, hell, I've owned I've owned Jacksons, I've owned I've owned Ocean kayaks, I've owned I've owned Liquid Logic. I mean, I've owned a lot of different kayaks in my time, and you know what? I love them all. All of them have special qualities, and some of them, you know, have opportunities. It yeah. could be Hobie, Jackson, whoever, you know. So there's no perfect kayak out there, in I, my opinion. Um, it's just it's what you like and what you intend to use it for is what I think is yeah, important. So Definitely. What they're going to use it for and go out there and get in it and demo yeah. the things, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. Don't just go jump in something just because so-and-so said so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. Hey, um, try, try it before you buy it, baby. Exactly. My thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, y'all – we have a pretty good run going on this uh, this tournament series uh, you guys started, which was a split series, which was a really cool concept, and that's what kind of drew a lot of people into it. Uh, 
the Ray Del Mar um, series. Mm -hmm. That first year was uh, when was the first year that that kicked off? Was that eighteen? That was um, or yeah, but eighteen. It was, it was eighteen. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and you know what? We had a we had a good we had a good first year, and and um, you know, of course, we were we were piggybacking on on the successes of the um, Blue Water Kayak Classic, which is yes. something I competed in before. And I, I loved the, the I loved it. I, I loved uh, the people who represented the Blue Water Kayak Classic. Of course, you know, um, some of the founders of that, those guys were awesome. And, yes. You know, when I talked to them about bringing on or, you know, bringing Blue Water Kayak Classic back, of course, there was some backlash about the name and stuff, and it didn't matter to me. I just right. wanted to provide an opportunity for somebody to come out and do and do the offshore thing. And I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was me or somebody said, well, why don't we make it like an offshore and an inshore? And there we go. There and, we go. Um, and so, you know, it, it started off great. Luckily, the first year we had great weather yeah. for both the offshore and the inshore. And, um, you know, it's, it's the tournament that I really enjoy putting on every year. Of For course, sure. putting on a tournament is a lot of work. And I, I think some people, oh, my God. If you want to do it right, it, it, yes. takes, it takes months and months and months of preparation. Politicking, sure. you know, elbow rubbing. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into to making a tournament really successful and make it formidable, you know. Yeah, those sponsors um, just don't pop up on a magic oh, ladder. No. You got to put the no. work in for them. You got to, I mean, months and like six eight months in advance you got to be emailing and coordinating and corresponding with with uh, marketing people especially oh, yeah. the bigger you, companies <laughs> exactly man i mean you got to do a lot you know to you know a to you know we have an advantage obviously because we are a retailer for a right. lot of these a lot of these vendors and you know i could tell you i, I even use the guide service hey come on give me a free guide trip if you come out yeah. and just help us a little bit with this tournament yeah. Trust me. I mean, I do. I we do a lot to make sure that at the end of the day, as a competitor, you guys feel, we feel that, man, this 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 is something, you know. And and to me, it's important, you know. So, so yeah, man. I mean, Ray Omar, 2019. We started it. Or 2018. It's been strong every year. This is the first year where we actually had to switch gears and make it an inshore inshore just because right. of, of the offshore conditions and that's one thing that i've always said uh you know doing the the offshore stuff for many many years man i'm never going to do something and try to put somebody's right the liability involved in that is like insane we had an active storm offshore and it was a uh, yeah. six to eight foot seas with big surf overhead surf and it would have been chaos <laughs> it would have been horrible and you know what you know the year before we did the Ray Del Mar, um, the extreme division came over here. I competed yes. in the extreme, the extreme kayak series. I, yes. I was there and they did that damn tournament, you know, and it was freaking horrible. And I was it like, was God, my this man. And I, and I learned from that, you know, and those guys are great. I, you know, I love, I love the people who take turn on, you know, who put on the extreme kayak division. I've competed yeah. in the Bahamas tournaments. I've done those. And I have a lot of respect for those folks. But that was a bad decision to, to keep that tournament going, you know, and it could have been really bad. And luckily, I think the Coast Guard stepped in like at 11 p.m. at 11 a.m. I was there, you know, and everybody had to get off the water. But um, I, I, I told myself I, I would never do that. And I don't care what it costs. Right. And I don't care how much we, commitments we've made to vendors or whatever. Man, if it ain't right, it ain't right. Yeah. And so this was the first year where we actually had to make that call. It worked out well, though. Yes. It worked out well. Yeah. You know, the inshore, inshore, we had over 500 pounds of redfish turned in for that tournament. I think. Yeah. And, uh, man, it was a good time, and I think everybody enjoyed it. And for me, that's all. To me, a tournament's cool, and you have some real hardcore competitors that want to win cash. But for me, the biggest thing is making sure we get everybody together, man. And let's talk, yeah. and let's sit down and have fun, and, and shit, the person you, you, you saw on Facebook, you know, and you, you've always followed them and you see them in person and put yep. your arm around them. It's like, man, I, you know, I, I really like what you do. I mean, to me, that's the most important thing. That camaraderie is a big, the camaraderie. Big, big, that was a big draw for me was uh, just meeting everybody from all areas, all walks of life. I mean, mm -hmm. lawyers, judges, 
professors, doctors, yeah. you know, I mean, plant workers, <laughs> all of us. All of us. I mean, all and, of us are on it right there. Yes. And, yeah. and to me, that's the reason why I put tournaments together. Trust me, we don't, we don't, we don't make. We don't make hardly anything on these tournaments, man. For me, it's all about giving it back to you guys or giving it back to competitors, taking care of the people that are helping me because I can tell you that, you know, everybody that you see at our tournaments, 90% of them, man, are doing it out of their heart. I'm not sure. paying them anything. Hell, they're sleeping on the floor in my house, a lot of those yeah. folks, man. We're, I'm, the biggest thing they get is a badass dinner. I'll maybe barbecue for them or take them to a restaurant. Man, that's what we do. Yeah, and and I think it's important, you know, um, That's because true. if we want to if we want to continue building this sport and, and building kayak fishing in general, I mean, it takes sacrifice, and that's that's what we're all about. Yeah, we we gotta go. We gotta get back to some good roots and do like a. We just gotta do a big giant boondoggle one. That, exactly. Like, we gotta do a, a Texas boondoggle, like a Man. Texas coastal boondoggle. We need to we need to get we need to get that going. Dude, uh, there's been some I, good I wanna, ones over the years, all over the country. I want to you know. do a boondoggle so bad. You know, when I went to the boondoggle in in Louisiana, man, yeah. I was like blown away. I thought it was fantastic. There was no, you know, there was no. It was just a good time, man. We had vendors there, and you know what? I think we can do that here. I know we can do that here. I know we can get pulled off and get 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 a bunch of people involved and core group and, and that, that are serious about it and even some of I bet even some of the old salts would come on out. <laughs> I know, man. That's what I'm saying. Like I know we can pull off a, a an amazing and, and I tell I tell all the vendors I tell Hobie, I tell, you know, Yakima and Torquedo, I said, man, Warner Paddle, we're gonna have an event down here in, in on the Gulf Coast one day one year that's going to be it's just so amazing it's going to bring people to the area it's going to bring commerce it's going to bring notoriety to your brand and the sport and one day we're going to do it man but it's going to take people it's going to take people people like you and i who are like-minded that we can get out there and actually pull people together to do it yep. promote this the right way and get it done mm-hmm. I, I, that's something after after we wrap this podcast off up and, and finish this i think we're gonna to have to revisit this this topic here because i agree. I, I agree I think i would be freaking ecstatic if we could get something like that rolling and pull it mm-hmm. off in the next year or so uh yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah. we could we could get something going you know for mm-hmm. sure well the radio hey, bar it, also is oh go ahead sorry if it can be done in metairie louisiana man come on Oh, we can do it. It can be done on the flats of the Laguna Madre. I think that would be insane. I mean, there's plenty of room there. Uh, We can put people all over the water. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. plenty of area to launch there along the JFK. I mean, exactly. You could set up right there on that with tents along the road, right there on that access road. Dude, I'm telling you, we We need to think about this big time. That's exactly what I was thinking. Hey, man, when I'm driving over the JFK and I see your truck parked right there in Sulphur Flats. Like, man, that's my bad. No, nah, it's man, all this, good. Everybody that knows is, that, is, that is the shoreline. That is the shoreline where we're going to have boondoggle when you have problems. Guarantee it. I promise you. Guarantee yep. it. That will be the, mm-hmm. the place to do it there. To have, that will yep. be a location to be had right there. Yeah. Um, exactly. Get the, get the uh, possibly get the tourism board involved. You can get something else, you know, the, you know, Padre Island Association or whoever that could be. Yep. You know, I agree. Jump on with it and, and then have this this thing. They'll probably say, "What's a boondoggle?" <laughs> hey, hey, if you hey for for everybody on this, whoever's watching this, if you there's a lot of folks that don't know what boondoggle is, and boondoggle was awesome, man. It was like an eye cast for everybody, in my opinion. You know, like, yeah. it was like it was cool. It was just down to earth, people having a good time. It was all about kayak and kayak fishing, and so. I want to do that. Kayak and kayak fishing all thrown in. Yeah. It just, man, that's exactly. I'm talking about. Yeah. That's going to get visited upon here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, but y'all, not only uh, did, do y'all have Radio Mars an event, but y'all offer an, an exclusive um, Hobie owners only tournament, which brings the Hobie owners all across from the state of Texas to come mm-hmm. down there and compete uh, Redfish um, for a chance to, to, get a spot on the team and everything and then yeah. associated with the pro staff with the fin factory which is pretty cool yep. 
So, yeah. I mean, I, I want to say how many how many guys did y'all have this year that competed in that one? So we had 99. I was going to yeah. say it's 100 or it was, over 100. It's yeah. right there. Yeah, It was 99 exactly. The year before was a, was 140, 140 or so. And the year before that, it was like 67. And the first time we did it, it was 20. So, you know, I think that it the Hobie Owners Tournament is is something to me that's it's super special um, because I it's a risk to do the Hobie Owners Tournament because you just never know. Um, but for me, again, I mean, I, I think that, you know, Hobie, and, and again, Hobie, Jackson, it, it doesn't matter who it is. You love your, you love your, you love your plastic. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and you want to compete in your plastic. And I think that's for me personally, you know, when I, when I first got into the kayak scene back in 2000, there was nothing like that. And so you have like these boat, like Mayak owners tournament and yeah. you have the shallow right. water owners tournament. Yeah. I said, oh, gonna, I said I'm, one day, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that for kayaks and you know, we've done it. And I, I, and I it's gotten a lot of attention. And I think that every year it gets better and better. Yeah. And um, and I'm looking forward to the next one. I think a lot of people are also, you know, a lot of people want to get that crown and they want to be on the Hobie fishing team. And rightfully so, because, you know, when I got on the Hobie fishing team, you know, you had to become like really, you know, really a good liaison with your with your, your local dealer. And, you know, it was a lot about, you know, who's who and all that stuff. And for me, being a Hobie, a Hobie uh, kayak dealer, I have a lot of friends, man. Like, you know, and I've been fishing with everybody. I mean, I fish with everybody that's out there for the most part, all you guys, I and mean, we've all fished together and people come, Hey man, Mike, you know, I want to be in the Hobie fish. But you know what, man? And this is why I started. I said, we're going to make it competitive because I just can't, I can't say this person or that person. We're going to make it competitive the way it should be. And if you're a good person, you do the right thing on social media and you really care about the sport, and you compete in the tournament and you win it, man, you deserve it, in my opinion, okay. you know? And so that's why I did it, you know, was because of that, A, because, you know, we got a lot of friends in the industry and I want to be friends to everybody. And the only way I can make it better is to just make it competitive, yeah. you know? Well, cool deal. Well, I know 2022, looking forward to that. Ray Del Mar, uh, the Hobie Owners Tournament presented by Fan Factory. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be coming up uh, later in the year. Um, yeah. You know, y'all keep a post, keep a lookout for the uh, at, uh, Facebook post. Y'all can follow Fin Factory on Facebook. Um, you know, uh, they've got it scrolling across the bottom of the screen there. You can follow Captain Mike at uh, Mike Mo 50 and then Fin Factory Kayak Tackle is that's the Instagram handles there. Um, but yeah, we're just gonna keep rolling a little bit. Got a few more questions for you tonight, and uh, cool. uh, you know, try to. Let everybody meet the man himself. It's been <laughs> awesome events, dude. I'm, I yeah. I mean, I've had such a good time at at uh, at every event. The radio mops him. I hope he won't have fish out when he lets the board. Maybe Matt Murphy or, 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 or Tracy Devin. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, Tracy. I got you another. You got an extra kayak for me. I hope. <laughs> That's all you yeah. need, man. You don't you don't need to own it. You just can't steal it. That's just go. You just can't steal it. There you go. <laughs> So, uh, fishing lately, being that you, you do guide also, you know, you kind of, you're on the water a lot, you know, time on the water, you see things that other people might not. So the status of the, the bay system down there post freeze, um, I, I know the redfish were, were still crazy down mm -hmm. there. I fished down there quite a few times this year and, and the redfish, you know, in the early spring into, into, you know, May, June, July, I mean, it was just crazy. And then the summer crowds kind of made them spread out back out a little more and the grass kind of grow over all the potholes, but um, the trout were kind of few and far between. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if like going into the fall transition right now, if you're starting to see a few more fish here and there, cause I am in my areas, you know, I was just yeah, I mean inside on that being you're on the water a lot down there. Yeah, so the trout, the trout is was tough. I mean, it was tough. You know, after the freeze, it's it's been tough. Um, 
I can tell you that over the last, I want to say 30 days, we've seen a, a significant rise in, in trout. I mean, we've caught a lot of trout. Um, obviously, it's still, still the same. You know, a lot of 14s, a lot of dinks. Uh, but we've had some really good trout, you know, mixed in there. Some good 20s, you know, upper 20s, mid 20s. Um, they're not as frequent as we've seen in years past, but that's that's to be expected, you know. Um, the the redfish, it's been a weird year for fishing just in general. I'm, I'm just going to shoot you straight. I mean, so it was good for most of the summer when the winds cooperated on the kayak. Right. Right? You know, hell, getting out there was just tough. You know, I had to cancel or postpone a lot of trips, you know, because of the weather conditions in general. Um, so the fishing was pretty good when we had the opportunity to actually get that, get out there and do it um, from a redfish standpoint. Trout-wise, not so much. Yeah. And any trout that we caught, you know, it was going back, you know, period. Um, and then we had a kind of a cold snap here recently. You remember that about three or four weeks ago, maybe a yeah. month ago? A little bit further than that. And they knocked the water down to the like 77, 78. A little tiny cold yeah. snap. Mitch. It was a good one and though then, for, for this time of year. Yeah, it was it was decent, you know. But man, to me, it, it had a huge impact on the fishing. For me personally, for 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 guy fishing, I had a tough time, man. It was tough. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that combined with the high water, the high water then just pushed up, you know. Right now we've had high water now for going for three week three weeks. Yeah, it's definitely making some issues and all that with the uh, with high water for sure. All right, can you? Watch this. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you okay. Might just, okay. Sometimes it's a little stuff, but yeah, that hot water has been an issue with the, the, the fall equinox tides and the, the, this time of year. Yeah, it's been kind of weird. Um, yeah, that definitely yeah. spreads I mean, the fish so out a little, lot more. <laughs> the, the little, the little cold. The cold water snap. Yep. The cold water snap, a little, just a little change in the degree uh, yep. of, of water temperature. High water, man, has made things really tough in the year already. And typically around this earlier, I'll start seeing big schools. And I'm not yep. talking about big schools of, you know, I'm talking about bull reds in the bay. Like, you know, I start to see these way before. I haven't had seen them yet. Till the last couple of days of the yeah yeah it's a big school range of fish so Ooh. it's turning on like right now I mean which is real real late you know from a, yeah, it's a little behind it's definitely a little bit behind rather there you can find them It, it, it's 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 to me it's way behind from what I've seen. Something special right now. I wish there were some tournaments going on because you'd be surprised. There's some good fish up there right now. Oh yeah, there's some good fish. Yeah. Like that's red October. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a little bit behind, but you know we had a little bit of rain. Mm -hmm. It um, is man. That rain in July yeah. kind of messed up the bay systems around me a little bit for a little while, and then we had a good rain the week before last, but Same it really here. didn't affect it too bad. But uh, some of the areas kind of got washed out, but the flounder. Man, the flounder recently has been insane over here in the marsh. Um, it's, it's just one of them. Last year was the same way, too. And it's just like, man, yep. uh, I, can't, I haven't caught that many flounder in five years that I've caught this year. <laughs> it's insane. So, uh, man, that's a good thing to hear that, yep. that it's kicking back up and, and coming around, starting to see some more trout in the area. And uh, normally on the show, I kind of throw a question out there. It's called Pick Three. Um, I was wanting to get your input on uh, three setups that you're going to have with you on a trip. Say you're going out tomorrow, fall transition time, speckled trout is what your target species is. Uh, say trout and redfish, mixed bag, uh, three rods, three setups, what's going to be on? Uh, so I'm, I'm a baitcaster guy. You know, that's just the bottom line. Baitcaster guy. Um, Typically, I'll use an H&H &H, um, uh, backcountry rod. I'm a lose guy from a spinning standpoint. I'm not sponsored or anything by anybody. But I, I like boot. I like lose. I Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. 
I lost it. So two bait casters. Um, I'm, I'm a lose guy. I like the old school lose BB one with the clicker drag. So you'll you'll find lose BB ones on my H and H backcountry rods. Um, what I have tied onto them, first and foremost, I always have three sixteenths ounce jig head by Z Man. Those are my favorite ones. I'm not sponsor or anything. I just love the, I just love them. Yeah. Um, and I, I like paddlers from Z Man. I like the paddlers mm -hmm. right now. The pinfish are bad, man. Pin perch are horrible. Yeah. So if you're throwing anything that's more of a harder plastic, it's you're going to lose tails. You're going to go through bag time. So do, do yourself a favor and get you an Elastitech Z-Man. Use those guys, and you can wade through those guys and really pick off some some good trout. I'm working a heavier weight. Um, I like to get my baits down, you know, so I'll use a 316, so 1-8 ounce to get that bait down, you know. So you'll find that definitely – on my setup number one and that's what i go to as far as the color of choice man houdini houdini is my favorite color. <laughs> houdini man houdini you get a houdini paddler houdini uh diesel minnow man that is it is just lightning for me other people like other colors i like houdini uh, even today i mean smoked them on houdini okay it's a good all-around color just in general yeah Tough for my second uh, bait caster that I've already told you about, you know, I'm going to tie on a spoon for that redfish. Yeah. Bagley spoon, half ounce, um, swivel top. I mean, man, that's you can't beat a spoon, man. Spoon is the old lure in the in history since biblical times. If yeah. anything of all those spells, just put a spoon on. You're going to catch something. You can put that in the hands of a beginner and just hey, just throw it out there and reel it in steady and just kind of pause it every now and then. And they'll and freaking... that's <laughs> what I do a lot of times with customers who want to learn the art of, of, of lure throwing. We're going to start with the spoon, we're going to work up, just reel it in, you know. And if you want to start getting the bump, bump the tree, yeah. bump, you can do that with the spoon, they'll hit it on the yeah. drop. And then the last, the, rod is, out your hand. <laughs> the, the last thing is a spinning rod for, for a popping cork, man. I'm a yeah. popping cork guy. Yeah. Um, popping cork, I'm going to tie either a, you know, Z-Man uh, Easy Shrimp on there. Um, it, really, any plastic you put on a pop, yeah. sometimes you just need to slow it down, you yes. know. Um, the popping cork of choice is the Woody Popping Cork by Phillips Tackle. My favorite. These guys yeah, good are awesome. Man, they got a good tone and the damn cork will last forever. Yeah. You know, you don't have to ever change that foam cork out. You got the, the wood and it, it, it'll stay there. So good sometimes you got to you got to slow it down, put it on a popping cork. Don't be shy. Don't be so prideful that you can't use a popping cork because mm. they work, man. And they'll catch oh, both trout and redfish. Yep, they'll they catch work. them all, all around the edges of them potholes, mm -hmm. them ambush points. They'll be draw them yeah. in. <laughs> It's all you it's need. And if I had a fourth, yep. if I had a fourth, obviously, then I always have this is the Heaton Spook Jr. That's my favorite. Yeah. No, not going to lie. That's bone and chrome or bone. That's, yeah, that's it. Holographic bone, bone and chrome, one knocker yep. and Spook Jr. Yep. I'm going to have that's one it. of them all the time. Uh, actually, that that new one they have, that smaller, present, that profile, that Boyo that, that Heaton's come out with on the calm days, man, I've straight smoked them on that thing i haven't uh, tried that would, one, man. when they would hit, hit anything else and they were small shad around i threw the little the little um it was like the blue and chrome colored ones oh man they were straight smoking that thing and then they have the the hothead one and they actually have a color kind of they kind of copied some of robbie marsh's stuff from coastal marshes what it looks like some of his colors oh, right. <laughs> they have one that kind of looks it. like high cotton and all that but they're they're smaller than the spook jr and they're little little different pitch but you can still sling them with a bait caster i'm mean, i mean putting them right in front of fish that had their backs out of the water and walking it and it just was it wasn't a big enough splash to spook them and they were just absolutely clobbering it <laughs> i gotta <laughs> try cool. that no I'm, yeah i'm yeah. all about new stuff man i'm definitely i'm on it you know definitely it's called the boyo the boyo b-o-y-o is that new new head and spook series head and boyo yeah they're good to go yeah. Give me a report. Oh yeah. The the the, the light wind days, the super slick days, it, it was excelling in those. Because you know, when you get a little more chop on the water, you definitely got a hub size and yeah. sometimes you need something a little louder to draw them up. But man, on them slick days over 
potholes along the grass lines. Man, they they've been straight smoking that thing. <laughs> hey man, I'm a big I'm a big believer. Big fish like little baits, man. Oh yeah, big they fish will. like little baits. Sometimes you draw it down and mm -hmm. and size down a little bit, you'd be surprised. You know, throwing yeah. a, a you know a soft dean, the little smaller ones, or the you know the the smaller double D instead of the XL. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. they just want that bait, that that right size bait to come to them. Um, man, they'll just slam that thing. Well, man, dude, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight, talking a little bit about Fin Factory and the guide services and rigging, a um, little bit about the tournaments and everything. So everybody out there in uh you know coastal texas louisiana you know y'all come on in for these tournaments man that 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 radio more i know it's going to run in 2022 keep your eyes posted on the the fin factory facebook page instagram for the info because it, it'll be coming out pretty soon that usually runs in the in the summer you know uh yeah. july august sometime around yeah. in there and uh hopefully we'll uh we'll be blessed with some good weather this year and uh Yes, sir. We're going to work on a boondoggle for Texas. So I think we're going to have gonna to do, do it, baby. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I promise you that. That's so get yeah. ready, man. You, get ready. I'm going to have to get drug into this one. I'm, I'm down for it, man. We're going to promote the hell out of this thing. Yes, sir. It's going to work. Boondoggle. Shoot, yeah. But yeah, at the end of the show, man, uh, you know, give, give the guest a a chance to throw some shout outs out there thank anybody sponsors anything like that so yeah man mike's yours brother man hey you know i i just want to thank you you know i want to thank you dustin i mean i've known you for a very long time you know what you're doing i really respect it i, I love your your social media presence you know and and um and and the stuff you do out there man it's good clean fun, it. and i and i love it and um you know other than that i appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on to your to your your podcast here um it's very it's very rare that i that i do this it's not because i don't want to it's just nobody ever asks you know so you know it's and, I, and i'm and i'm glad to do it and it's it's not about promoting you know you know us the brand or anything. it's about promoting the sport of kayak fishing because i love it man i've loved it since since day one that i started it and it, it's my passion and if and if i didn't love it i, I wouldn't do what i what i do you know Yep, guide fishing's right. hard work man don't 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 even don't don't second guess that for people who say that i want to be a guide man it's hard work you know and the only reason why i still do this is because i love it and so you know at the end of the day thank you sir and, and thank you uh paddle and finn for, for for inviting us out and um and for letting us talk a little bit about about the sport of kayak fishing that's all i want to say cool deal man well yeah Thanks again for coming on the show tonight. And once again, a big thank you to all the listeners that tune in or if you're watching it on YouTube or what have you. Um, thanks to show sponsors, uh, Waterly Rods. Uh, hit them up, waterlyrods.com. Get your custom rods built, ship you directly if you are not in the area. And then True Store & Co., uh, your clothing um, for on the flats, uh, Chasing Big Trout. You can get in on that. And uh, we'll catch you all next time on Chasing the Tide.